You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. We've got intersection four grams over seven meters, even 14 grams over six meters, just above the, some of the exploration working. So the potential is there from surface down to 2000 meters. You are doing about up to about 20 holes. We're going to be starting uh, most likely next week, the drill program. And when we go in full speed with two rigs uh, after Christmas, we'll do about 12,000 meters. The beauty is that we're, we're funded, so we don't need to go to the market. Thank you for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm Bill Powers, your host, and we're going to be getting an update in today's episode from Gerald Penaton. He is the executive chairman of Gold Terra Resource Corp. The ticker symbol is YGT in Toronto and in the States. You can find it under the ticker YGTFF. If you recall from our previous interviews with Gerald, Gold Terra is pursuing five plus million ounces of high grade gold just outside the city of Yellowknife in Canada's Northwest Territories. They're currently engaged in a, a drill program uh, that they just completed. They're waiting on some assays from that and they're about to launch on to another 12,000 meter drill program at a different target at this uh, project just outside of Yellowknife. So there's a lot to talk about. Update the market on. I've been buying shares on the OTC under 30 cents on a little share price weakness recently. So Gerald, welcome back onto the show. As I as I mentioned, uh, the share price came down a little, which I saw as a buying opportunity, but perhaps we could start off with you giving a little commentary on what you see going on in the share price action for Golterra. Uh, thank you very much, Bill. Yes. Um, well, I guess the market uh, is the market. Sometimes it is softer and sometimes it's a great occasion to buy the stock on weakness. I feel that nothing has changed from our goal of uh, bringing a lot of ounces back into the picture for Golterra. Uh, from the Cresseron drilling that started in mid-August, which is still running until approximately the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to be moving on before the end of November onto our Campbell shear target, which basically was the result of uh, negotiating an agreement with Newmont, uh, doing a huge compilation early in 2020 on the Campbell shear, which is the mother load of Yellowknife. 13 of the 14 million ounces have been produced on the Campbell shear between the giant and the con mine. And just before we go into the Campbell shear, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Crestorum. Uh, so what would you like me to cover, Bill, on Crestorum? Could you start off with the first four holes that came back? Uh, give us some of the highlights, and you're also a geologist, you're not just uh, an executive. Uh, what is your interpretation and what do you see going on in these first four holes? I'd like to start first by saying that we have already almost a quarter million ounces between surface and uh, not even 150 meters vertical uh, on the Crestorum deposit. And what was missing was, does the deposit extend at depth? And, and technically, the four holes we release sometime in, in uh, late October basically demonstrate that we were having a technical success getting to the shear zone at 600, 400 meters vertical elevation, four holes in the structure, but there was not enough quartz vein to basically give high grade mineralization. So are we going to go back in this area? Possibly one day, but I think what's left is that we were able to extend the deposit to the south. We were able to demonstrate that the combination of the structure plus quartz vein is a high grade result uh, in the order like two ounces over five meters, 
21 gram over five meters, 10 gram over seven meters, mainly from zero to 200 meters. Below 200 meters seems that the quartz veins are not there and uh, the structure is there. So our potential to find a million ounces at Crestorum has been somewhat damper from that. But we still believe that there's still room to find more ounces on the deposit itself, except we will not be continuing at, at greater depth uh, like uh, we were planning. So those four holes was, is the deposit is way bigger than we think. And basically those four holes basically have been, you know, good result, good technical result, but not enough to go back nearby. Is there any potential that the remaining six holes could change your mind? And when should we expect those remaining six holes? We should expect those six holes resolved within the next, uh, you know, uh, couple of weeks, three weeks from now. And I think we we did intersect the structures in every of those holes. Uh, so the structure is there. And if there's quartz vein, there's visible gold. And then we have a better intersection. And I think the assay result will demonstrate that as we uh, go along. So we feel that, you know, it's like, now, Crestorum, we thought that could be a million ounces deposit. Maybe it's going to end up being half a million ounces, but very near surface and with very good grade for a small open pit. So I think Crestorum, at the end of the day, is a great story, but not the main story. In our last interview, which I'm going to put a link to in the show notes, we talked about that deal that you agreed to with Newmont to acquire some land just south of the con mine. Now, this is a historic six million ounce gold producer. And you've just announced that you're going to be engaged in a 12,000 meter phase one program here. Talk to us about some of the prep work that went into your targeting and what are your expectations to come out of this program? As I said in the, in the news release that we released on uh, November uh, 12 yesterday morning, uh, this this was the work of about nine months of negotiation with Newmont to achieve this, this agreement south of the con line. If you work in an existing gold camp, and you are basically knowledgeable and you know the compilation confirm your interpretation that all of the gold produced in Yellowknife were produced along a structure called a Campbell shear. The Campbell shear can be from 10 meters to 100 meters in width, sometimes 150 meters in width. Not all of the structure is mineralized with gold, but within that structure, there's a lot of high grade ore shoot. Uh, for example, the both the giant and the con mine Campbell shear produced gold at between 15 to 22 grams per ton. So roughly half an ounce to three quarter an ounce per ton. So very, very rich structure. And all of those years before I joined a year ago, and the main reason I said in the press release is I joined because of the Campbell shear. I joined because there is potential. There's 20 kilometers, something around 14 miles that is completely open to the south of the mine that has never been fully tested. It's been explored near surface and with good result. Uh, for example, if you refer back to the uh, to the long section in our presentation on our website, which is page 12, you can see uh, the compilation that generated uh, the, the the nice leapfrog five million ounces deposit with grade varying from 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 20 to 50 grams per ton to 100 grams per ton in in the in the in the purple pink pinkish. And you can see those high grade very uh, steeply uh, plunging to the south. Uh, and of course, the deposit got cut off uh, to the south and is being displaced. And some of the ex early exploration work done up to about, say, 2000, so has not been explored at all over the last 20 years. Newman never spent time compiling or exploring the property. 
And there are three small resources between the yellow rec zone, the camp point zone, and another zone further south that show a lot of mosaic. And the shear zone is there, five meters, 10 meters, 15 meters. We've got intersection four grams over seven meters, even 14 grams over six meters, just above the, some of the exploration working. So the potential is there from surface down to 2000 meters. This is not a Crestorum-alike structure. Crestorum is a very small structure. Campbell Shear is, is a major district scale structure to which a lot of potential exists. And like we said in the press release, and you can see it on the page 13 on our presentation or the long section, we're attacking this project right underneath the known mineralization. So it's not like we're going in the boonies. We're just drilling the structure below 200 and 300 meters vertical, all the way to 600 meters at first. And eventually we're gonna go deeper. This is just the beginning of an amazing story of drilling. And this will be 19 holes? You were doing about up to about 20 holes. We're going to be starting uh, most likely next week, the drill program. And when we go in full speed with two rigs uh, after Christmas, we'll do about 12,000 meters. The beauty is that we're, we're funded, so we don't need to go to the market to drill this program. And, and we have an option to earn 60% of the project. And if if Newmont, basically, if we find 5 million ounces, Newmont is a back and right. If we find 2 or 3 million ounces, uh, we'll be 60-40. <clears throat> so it's a great agreement for both companies. And at the same time, it gave us all the latitude we need to drill the mother load Campbell shear. And did this targeting uh, with the, the targets that you laid out, did you come up with these solely on the historical data that you were provided with? We, the government has released, the government of, uh, because the mines were closed, all the database was kept in Yellowknife. And under a, a program of compiling, we were able to achieve and obtain all of the information. So when you look at the page 12, which is the compilation of the Campbell shear, we know exactly where the drifts are. We know exactly all the drilling and underground drilling. We have all the, the belief of, of understanding the high-grade component of the shear zone. And of course, uh, all of the drilling that was done, I partly did some of that compilation myself, looking at all the section from the car mine all the way for 20 kilometers out. And, and as we release in June, we have an intersection about six, seven kilometers south of the con mine, which has eight grams over eight meters. This is a public disclosure we did in June, on June 2nd of this year. So the potential to find another two or five million ounces or more south of the con mine is excellent. If you were looking at, you know, people looking to try to find a, or define a five million ounces, there, there are discoveries sometimes in, in the world. But I think in Yellowknife, because people have kind of overlooked at it, there's still an amazing potential. And we're just about to start drilling, in my mind, one of the best target of the yellow knife camp. And what would be a grade and meterage that would define success for this drill program? Uh, just the 12,000 meters of drilling uh, cover an area which is about 1.2 kilometers in strike length, about 700 meters in depth. If every hole was successful, you could even even see the potential for almost a million ounces in that program. So we're going to spend like 12,000 meters, $200 Canadian meters, so $2.5 million. And we could end up with 1 million ounces at the end of the program. So at the cost of about $2.50 Canadian. And when, so you're going to be drilling, you said, uh, around Christmas time. So expect these results back early February. Would that be accurate? Well, we're starting in November. 
by the end. Uh, the drill is moving on to the site next week, and we're planning to start the program and complete a few holes before Christmas and with one rig. And after Christmas, we're going to move with an extra drill. So we'll have two rigs running from, say, January 15 all the way to mid-April. And if we are so successful, we're going to find some ways to be able to drill over the summer. Water is not an issue here with the drilling through the summer. Not at all, because we're drilling from the land. Uh, the deposit dip uh, to the west. And access to the land is a bit more difficult in the summer, for sure, because there are no road access, as opposed to Crestorum. But, but at least uh, we can plan, and we can actually also do some, maybe some uh, some barge drilling on the lake as a possibility. The phase two of this program, obviously we still need to get through phase one, but as you conceptualize phase two, are there permits that you need to obtain for that, or are you fully permitted for what you conceptualize as phase two already? No, phase one is in the process of being permitted uh, to drill uh, the portion, and and uh, all of the the land, the Newmont land, because it's a newly agreement uh, with Newmont, we had to go an amendment for our land use permit. So this is in the process, and by the end of November, early December, we have our permit. In order to be able to start drilling, we're drilling a few holes. And if people can see on the press release, uh, we, we they can see there's a hole that we're drilling from our property onto Newmont's ground to allow us to start drilling right away. And that's why we were able to. And the, we've, we filed a land use permit application or the amendment. It's already been uh, accepted as no, more, no change are required. And we don't see that as a problem as we've been active in Yellowknife for more than seven years. When we talked about uh, your previous drill plan, Gerald, uh, before you announced this 12,000 meters, we talked about how you were fully funded. Considering you just added this 12,000 meters on, what should invect investors expect about future financing? How far will the capital you have on hand take you? Well, if you were to read through my mind, I would love the stock to be a dollar by the spring and then I will raise money at the dollar. Uh, as you know, the market is never necessarily there. You have to wait for the right window. Currently, uh, with the fall U.S. election and everything else, I don't think the window, the window kind of closed by the end of August. So it's been very uh, quiet in September, October and November. And that's why there's been weaknesses, not only on Goldera, but on many other stocks. Uh, a lot of people are working. But I think with the target that we have and the money that we have to drill the phase one, I think we should be able to generate sufficient, excellent result in the very near future to allow us. And don't don't discount Crestorum. Crestorum still can deliver a lot of very good result over the next uh, couple of weeks. So I think, uh, of course, my favorite target is the Campbell Shear, but Crestorum can still deliver a nice resource uh, high-grade surface mineralization. I think it's still there. This hasn't gone away. And I think with the result of the phase one program starting before Christmas on the Campbell Shear, we should have a double uh, a double edge uh, to generate good result. And if we need to raise money at some point in 2021, we will. Uh, but of course, I'm always very price sensitive. I'm very knowledgeable about dilution. Uh, it's not like my detour days when the stock was like $28, $20 or $30 US. Uh, we have to live with a stock which is at $0.30 cents US. And, but we do our best to avoid dilution, raise money uh, for what we need to do and generate value for our shareholders in the company. And when you do j raise money, uh, your history is to do it without warrants primarily, isn't it? Correct. We, we do without warrants. We don't like putting a ceiling on the stock. What warrants do eventually is is basically uh, putting a ceiling because people 
this is common knowledge in the industry. A lot of people would love to have a private placement with warrants. They participate. They have the warrants as an edge, and they basically flush the stock as soon as they bought it. And 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 I've always I've avoided doing warrants at Detour for many years, from 2006 to 2013. Uh, and uh, when I came to Golterra, I said the practice of warrants is not good. And uh, you know why would you give somebody a ceiling and 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 when the stock can just fly you know let it fly so for 2021 as investors look for drill programs and potential catalysts obviously you said your focus is here on the Campbell Shear south of the Con mine but perhaps would there be another target other than Crestorum that you could also end up drilling next year uh, we're going to be carrying on on the Campbell Shear south of the Con mine on a 100% south belt this program could start before the winter, before the end of the winter, sometime in March or April, uh, depending on access, ice bridge and things like this. Uh, and I think that people will really, really, uh, once, once we've uh, secured what we are looking for in terms of, of the land, we will be able to generate a lot more uh, target south of the mine, again, along the Campbell Shear. The Campbell Shear also continue north of the giant mine. This is part of some of the program we may be able to do north of the giant mine. Uh, we recently acquired some claims that became open, uh, which are right along the strike. There's still a lot of potential, which basically is the, the northern quadrant of the north belt between Crestorum and Samoto. There's still a lot of potential in this area, but those target needs a bit more work. It's not going to be a full-fledged 10,000 meters of drilling. Maybe we're going to go there and drill maybe two or 3,000 meters with one rig going around and testing some area. Main the main target to generate answers right in front of us is the Campbell Shear south of the Con Mine on the Newmont claim and then on to the South Belt claims. The website is goldterracorp.com and I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. Again, the ticker symbol is YGT in Toronto and YGTFF if you're a United States investor and would like to purchase on the OTCQB. Gerald, really appreciate the update. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you very much, Bill. It's my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concommitment with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident. And just do your work as best you can. Do your very best. But don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. 
I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.